Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. And we're on this special eight-part series, the eight keys of healthy self-esteem directly from the book Worthy. This is inspiration directly from the book that is available now. That's why we've been off the grid working on this book, getting it to you. Now you can get it on Amazon. But today we are actually going into key two, choice. And so I am so excited for you to learn about the power of choice. Thank you so much for joining us for this special eight-part series on Worthy Radio. Let's dive into this essential, the key of choice. The number two essential. So number one is courage. Number two is choice, right? Choice plays a serious role in our co-creative birthright to design a life that reflects our highest and most cherished desires. When we are exercising choice, we're empowered to heal some of these soul lies in our past and rise up from this powerlessness and this victimhood to sustainable inner calm and peace. So choice, blaming, which is what we are being raised in the nation of blamers. We are blaming everything we can get our minds on. You know, we're blaming men. We're blaming this group. We're blaming this culture. We're blaming, blaming our parents. We're blaming our city. We're blaming greed. We're we're blaming, we're blaming, we're blaming. And we are a nation of powerless and disconnected souls whenever we are blaming. Because blame stunts emotional and spiritual growth. It is actually saying that God has given somebody else sovereignty over my life besides him and me. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. In my world, there are certain things that I'm sovereign over. And one of those is choice. And in my world, there are things that only God is sovereign over. But the minute I start to give sovereignty, I start to give authority, I start to give headship, almost a godlike space to somebody else and to say that they actually have control over me. Now we have a problem because even if a person has me in prison where they have me in chains, there's a part of my unlimited self, my imagination, my mind, my consciousness, my soul that they will never tap, which means I'm still sovereign, which means God is sovereign. Not anybody else outside of me and God who co-create this life together can be blamed for a situation or a circumstance in my life unless I'm a child. And even then, after I leave that childhood, I can use that as the foundation of reconstructing a life based on the power that can only come through going through pain. And so I do have a choice. And I'm talking to adults here and many of us understand that we can get into the martyr victim mentality. I remember when I was stuck in it for years. Oh my God, you wanted me to victim? (laughs) Uh, I was such a victim and a martyr. I had a story that I told so much about my marriage, my first marriage, which seems like a lifetime ago. It doesn't even seem like I'm that same person. But I remember I would tell the same story so much. One of my mentors one day, she sat me down in her backyard and she said, All right, now we're going to need to make a decision. She's like, what are you doing? You've told me this story five times. And I was like, have I? (laughs) Have I? Have I? And she's like, yes, you need to make a choice. Are you staying in this marriage or are you leaving? Because I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. (laughs) I'm not listening to this story again. I am not going to listen to this story again. Make a choice, Shannon. You going to stay in and fight or are you going to leave and recreate a new life? Because this story of blame and 
and, and martyrdom and oh, and I've just gone through this and this marriage. Oh, it is serving no one and it is causing everyone to suffer. So please make a choice. You have people who want to sit around and complain. They want to blame. They want to be victims and they want to be martyrs because it's a very powerful place to be. You see, as long as I was blaming and looking outside of myself and it's him and he did this and mm, I didn't have to take responsibility for my own life. I didn't have to take responsibility for my calling. I didn't have to take responsibility for what God had me there to learn because every relationship is a mirror that is really offering us a bird's eye view into our own sense of broken identity and brokenness in our foundation of who we are. Because if I'm pointing the finger at you, looking at what you haven't done or how you haven't come through for me, I am negating to own how I haven't come through for myself. And so choice is beautiful because it's really how we co-create with God. God gave man choice. That is one of the most powerful tools that God can give is choice. We can choose to create. We can choose to leave. We can choose to stay. We can choose to rise. We can choose to fall. We can choose to suffer. We can choose to heal. We can choose a new life. And many of us negate that over to religious codependence, to other people, to systems, to structures, to our tribe, to our family, to our church, to our spouse. And yet the power to choose is ours the power to co-create. So when we're in choice, we rediscover the sound of our own voice because we understand like the quote that Mother Teresa says, in the end, it was never about you and them. It was always about you and God. What if you get to this divine meeting where you stand before your creator and none of the excuses matter? What mom, dad, spouse, kids, them, they, what any of them, they, or who, or what doesn't even matter. The only thing that matters is that you're standing face to face with your creator and you are giving an account for the glory that needed to be revealed through your life, the creativity, the vision, the passion, the power, the love, the purpose. Was that revealed? Was it allowed to be reflected as light on this earth or did we shrink and shame and surrender our birthright to freedom because we're caught up in blame? The choice is ours to move forward and to co-create our lives with God. We can choose freedom within. We can choose to make something meaningful and significant and destroy our lives, or we can choose to disempower it and say, you know what? I am not going to let this story tell me. I am going to tell this story. You see, we have a choice. Either we tell the story or the story tells us. And so when we are victims, we allow our story to define who we are. We allow our story to tell us who we are. We allow our story to position us as victims. And when we find the courage to take the story back and then we choose to end our self-suffering, we can reframe the story. I have a girlfriend that I call, we call her the spin queen. She's a spiritual spin queen. And so whenever I'm in a situation where I am telling myself a particular story that's causing suffering, I'll call her up and I'll say, hey, this is, this is what I'm thinking. And she'll say, okay, have you looked at it from this angle? And as soon as she spins the perspective, everything shifts because a miracle is really having a shift in the way we see things. And so sometimes when we're suffering, God is just saying, oh, you don't see it yet. You don't see it yet because the minute we change the perspective or the weight or the energy that we're feeding it with our own stories, 
The minute we can say, well, wait a minute, maybe I was here to learn this, or maybe I was here to look at it from this way. The minute we gain that wisdom, we activate, count it all joy when you enter into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect way because then you will be whole, complete, lacking nothing. That scripture is saying it's a joy that you've been in pain because you were only there to let patience have its perfect way so that you could get the wisdom that you needed. And as soon as you get the wisdom that you needed, you get to move on. The trial is there. The pain is there. The suffering is there to show you something that you can't see. And as soon as your eyes are open and as soon as you have the wisdom, you count it all joy because now you're whole, complete, lacking nothing. You don't lack wisdom anymore. You don't lack wisdom anymore. Lesson learned. Next. Let me graduate now. Let me let me make a choice to be happy. I got what I came here for. I get to choose to take this pain and transmute it into the energy of power and purpose. Okay, so it's time for our soul work for key to choice and that is a question for your journal how has the victim or blame mentality hindered you from taking full ownership of your life why are you ready to change this so again how has the victim or blame mentality hindered you from taking full ownership over your life why are you ready to change this? Take some private time to journal that. We are so excited to have you participating in this eight-part marathon with us as we cover the keys, the eight keys of healthy self-esteem. The book Worthy is now available, so go check it out. We can't wait to hear from you. God bless. We will see you for our very next key, which is coming up on Connections Relationships, y'all. Okay, see you soon.